his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have rain across south-central Kansas right now and 40 degrees. Congressional leaders say they have a spending deal and a way to avoid a partial government shutdown. Lawmakers say they've agreed to a $1.6 trillion spending deal aimed at avoiding a partial government shutdown later this month. President Biden issued a statement saying the deal reflects funding levels he negotiated with both parties and it rejects deep cuts to programs hardworking families count on. House Speaker Mike Johnson said the deal will mean $16 billion in spending cuts overall. This agreement is separate from the negotiations that are still taking place about additional funding for Israel and Ukraine while also curbing the migration surge at the U.S. southern border. In Washington, Joel Nato, Fox News. You will see some changes in city and county government this week. At Wichita City Hall, the swearing-in ceremony for Mayor-elect Lily Wu and new council members Dalton Glasscock and J.V. Johnston will take place this evening at 6 p.m. The following day, tomorrow at the council meeting, the board will select a new vice mayor before tackling the day's agenda. And at Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, after their agenda is completed... The board will elect a new chair and pro t- chair pro tem for 2024. One person was critically injured in a house fire Sunday morning at the Riverside Mobile Home Park in the 4500 block of South Hydraulic. First responders spotted smoke coming from the single wide mobile home and rescued one person inside who was trapped. There's no word from fire officials on the cause of the fire or a damage estimate. A crash on the Kansas Turnpike Saturday night south of Wichita injured three people. This happened in the northbound lanes of the Turnpike in Sumner County. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, a truck and SUV were stopped in the right lane of traffic because of an accident ahead of them. A semi-trailer traveling north struck the truck, causing it to hit the SUV. The semi-trailer then struck the median barrier wall, and the SUV came to rest against the right side of the semi's axles. The truck ended up in the ditch. The semi-driver, a 58-year-old man from Hutchinson, was uninjured. The driver of the truck, a 46-year-old man from Olathe, and a passenger, a 20-year-old Eudora man, were transported to Wesley Medical Center for possible injuries. The SUV driver, a 26-year-old Wichita man, also suffered a possible injury, but there's no record by the KHP if that person was taken to the hospital. Rodney Price, KNSS News. 
Federal officials are on the ground investigating the grounding of an Alaska Airlines plane after it suffered a blowout which caused a hole on the side while in the air. Fox's Christina Coleman reports. The NTSB will look into the aircraft's maintenance records, pressurization system, and any components regarding the deactivated emergency cabin door that blew right off that plane. 171 passengers and six crew members were on the Alaska Airlines flight. No one was seriously injured. The plane departed from Portland International Airport at 5.07 in the evening and made an emergency landing just moments later. It was back on the ground within 20 minutes. No one had been seated right next to the door that blew out on the Boeing 737 MAX 9. The NTSB is urging the public to contact law enforcement if they come across the door or any part that came off of that plane. The incident happened as the aircraft was around 16,000 feet on Friday. We're now getting word that that uh, part has been uh, recovered. The incident caused the FAA to order the grounding of multiple Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners for inspection. The IDF is preparing to ramp up its attacks against Hamas forces inside Gaza. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. It comes after the IDF says it completed the dismantling of the militant group command structure in northern Gaza. Israel is now focusing on dismantling Hamas in central and southern Gaza. The news comes as U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is visiting multiple countries in the Middle East to try and prevent a wider conflict. The Gaza Health Ministry is reporting more than 22,000 Palestinians have been killed since the start of the conflict. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS, 6.09 now, and 40 degrees. Officials say an inmate who had escaped from an Oklahoma prison is back in custody. State prison officials announced Sunday afternoon that he had been apprehended. The Oklahoma Department of Corrections says the 23-year-old had walked away from the Northeast Oklahoma Correctional Center in Vanita Saturday. The prison agency has not provided information on how he had been able to escape or how he was later captured. Questions remain about the health condition and recent hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson is with the president in Wilmington, Delaware. The Pentagon says Austin has been there nearly a week, including a stint in the ICU. We heard from Biden's top diplomat earlier from Doha, who joined the growing list of senior Biden officials who say they had no idea Austin was laid up in the hospital. I wasn't aware of his uh, uh, medical issue. Officials say the White House, including the president, was not informed of Austin's absence for over three days. Late Friday, the Pentagon released a vague statement saying Austin was admitted to Walter Reed last Monday for complications following elective surgery on December 22nd. The nature of that surgery remains unknown. At one point, Austin became ill and was rushed to the ICU. His authorities were then delegated to his deputy. Secretary Austin admitted he should not have kept his hospitalization a secret. The man who led America's COVID response meets with members of Congress today. Dr. Anthony Fauci will sit for a closed-door interview with lawmakers to discuss the U.S. response to the coronavirus pandemic. Republican Congressman Rob Whitman is curious to hear what the House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic learns from the former director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. I think there are a lot of questions about what happened through uh, COVID-19, through the pandemic decisions that were made. Fauci has come under much criticism from Republicans over his response to the spread of COVID-19. 
while many Democrats have credited Fauci for saving lives during the pandemic. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. 6.11 now, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock on this Monday morning. This morning so far, things are looking okay out there in traffic. There are a few conditions to watch out for. We've had some rain in the area, so we could see some slick spots on the roadways. We're not really getting those freezing temperatures out there, so it should just be water, but just be careful, especially on the elevated roadways, that sort of thing. Uh, Plus, we've had some fog in the area this morning. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport only listed at about six miles. That's not too bad, but it could be worse in some areas. So just uh, be aware of that traffic update. 98.7 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the Monday morning forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We've seen a few showers and thunderstorms across south central Kansas here early on. Moisture is wrapping around a low pressure system, and by tonight into tomorrow, that rain will transition to snow. Today's high in the low 40s. Rain turns to snow late tonight to low 24, then clearing tomorrow with a high 32. We'll likely have the potential of 1 to 3 inches of snow here in Wichita. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now cloudy sky, 40 degrees, southeast wind at 16 miles per hour. 6-12, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Ted Woodward. The radar this morning showing just a huge area of rain and moisture covering all of uh, Kansas, most of Kansas, almost entirely, uh, the western part of Missouri and clear down in the more, in all, all of Oklahoma. It's a big area, and it's all moving to the north. And as you heard in the forecast there, it sounds like it's going to be with us here for the next day or two. Is it raining right now, Ted? Are we in a light mist, if just, that. Just that, huh? It's not doing much right now. Uh, we had a cloudy, breezy day across south-central Kansas Sunday, which was high temperature yesterday, 46 degrees, normal high for the day, 43. So we were a little bit normal, warmer than normal. This is the uh, eighth day of January, and on this date in 1964, President Lyndon B. Johnson in his State of the Union address, declared an unconditional war on poverty in America. Um, we haven't finished the war yet. I don't want to be facetious about it, but uh, a lot of government programs aimed at uh, just lifting people out of poverty. I don't know how. I've never seen an assessment of how well it does. A lot of people say it didn't do anything good at all. So anyway, that was in 1964. Uh, I think it improved morale in the United States, 180 degrees. Yeah. Instead of waiting in a bread line, you actually had a shovel in your hand and you were working and putting something together. Could be, yeah. And coming just, uh, well, not even a year, just a few months after the assassination of President Kennedy. Chiefs and the Royals. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about the New Deal. I was completely off base. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the weather radar. Nobody had a shovel on this. uh, (laughs) Okay. The uh, Chiefs and the Royals announced Friday that both franchises would remain in Jackson County, Missouri, if where Arrowhead and Kaufman Stadiums are located, if, as Ted said, voters approve the extension of a sales tax that has long paid for their upkeep. Which they always do. Yeah, they will. Stadiums opened in the early 1970s have been tied to each other through lease agreements with the county for the past five decades. But with the current lease expiring in 2030-31, six years from now, Both teams are planning for the future of their facilities. Royals have indicated they want a new downtown ballpark. The Chiefs intend to renovate Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I don't think there was much question, was there, Ted, that the the Jackson County folks say, yeah, we want you to stay here. We don't want you going anywhere. 
You'll go to Las Vegas or whatever. Two strays have landed in the doghouse after being caught on video, causing more than a quarter million dollars worth of damage at a Houston car dealership. These are dogs. KTRK-TV reporting the dogs were captured on surveillance videos, scratching the paint and tearing the bumpers off vehicles in the lot at G Motors. Lot managers believe the dogs were chasing stray cats that were hiding under the vehicles. <laughs> dogs have been caught. Houston Animal Shelter was has cleared one for adoption and is evaluating the other. Well, dogs will be dogs, but exactly. what kind of a dog is that? That can do a quarter million, two of them do a quarter million dollars damage. Cujo. Must be a big dog. Can't be a couple of chihuahuas doing this thing. Or rat terriers, that's for sure. 616, Stephen Dead. want to say happy birthday to Tata Roth. Who is Tata Roth, Ted? Tell me. She's a strong listener. She and her husband, Webster Roth, they're listeners. And uh, Webster said, hey, could you say happy birthday to Tata? I, it's T-A-T-T-A. I suppose it's Tata. I wouldn't say Tata or Tater. <laughs> Tata, have a good birthday. Uh, Webster is the... Uh, He's a state representative. He's going to go up to work in Topeka here this week. Ah, yeah, the legislative session getting yeah. underway. District 79, this is uh, Northern County and Sumner Counties where he's representing okay. those folks down there. And uh, apparently, you know, he Webb says they listen every single day. And so, great. Fantastic. Nice Tana, happy birthday to you. Hope you have many, many more. Yes. Hope you have a great day. 617, Steve, at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. It is time for Lead Off Sports this morning, and uh, Ted's got a lot to tell us about this morning, right, Ted? Yeah, we had uh, pro football yesterday right here on KNSS to finish up the NFL regular season. The Kansas City Chiefs on the road in Los Angeles, taking on their division rival, the Chargers. Chiefs already had their playoff spot locked in, so a lot of the starters did not play in this game yesterday for either team in the regular season finale. In fact, the Chargers offense did not score a touchdown. Chiefs offense did not score a touchdown. So I hope uh, all those fans that paid those huge ticket prices <laughs> like to see some field goals. Yeah. Well, it. there was one touchdown in this game. Mitch Holtis had the call right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Third down and goal to go. Stick wants to throw it. He's going to pump fake it. Scramble, he's hit. And goes down and fumbles it. Picked up by Mike Edwards. Edwards at the 30. Room to run. Amena who knocks it out, and Edwards trying to get a defensive score. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City. Mike Edwards, the king of the pick six, gets a scoop and score. His fourth defensive touchdown in his fifth year in the National Football League. Amena who stripped it from Easton Stick. That was exciting. Sure was. And then the Probably the only exciting play of the entire <laughs> yeah, game. Absolutely. Uh, that was on the that was on the 18th play of the drive by the Chargers. Yeah. So they had chewed up 18 plays and a ton of clock and thought they were going in for a score, and the Chiefs end up getting a touchdown out of it. Oh. Well, it, it was a quite a game. Yeah. And the Chargers had a timeout. Blaine Gabbert who ran for 40 yards on two scrambles to get the Chiefs in position to win the game, can go to a knee and wrap it up. Gabbert goes to a knee, and the Chiefs back up with a back flip by Richie James Jr. will end the game. (laughs) Kansas City beats the Bolts. The Chiefs backups win 13-12, and now Kansas City goes 41-7 and seven against the AFC West since the beginning of 2016. Blaine Gabbert 
winning the state track meet and getting the Chiefs to a victory. So there you go. The Chiefs get a one-point win, finish off the regular season. Kansas City goes into the playoffs with a record of 11-6 in the number three spot in the conference, and the Chiefs have won three out of four to finish out the regular season. All right, now we uh, turn the page and go to the next chapter, the playoffs. The Chiefs have a home playoff game in Arrowhead Stadium Saturday night hosting the Miami Dolphins. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins 21-14 two months ago, that game in Frankfurt, Germany. And uh, you might remember a little bit of history. The only time the Chiefs and the Dolphins have ever met in the playoffs in Kansas City. Christmas Day, 1971, the longest game in NFL history. That playoff game that went double overtime. Yeah. yeah. The Chiefs have never beaten the Dolphins in the playoffs. Oh. We'll uh, talk about that Yeah, as the week goes on. That game is going to be Saturday night. Chiefs-Dolphins opening round of the playoffs. And, of course, you can hear that game live right here on your Wichita Radio Home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Mitch will have the call. Shocker basketball yesterday. Wichita State playing its conference road opener at Temple in a very empty arena in Philadelphia. Only 3,200 fans on hand. Shocks were down by 17 points in the second half. Rallied to tie the game. In fact, had the ball late with a chance to take the lead. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole with the call on 103.7 KEYN. Rogers dribbles left. Three from the left elbow. Way off the mark. An air ball rebounded by Miller. Miller pushes it up the left side of the floor. Shockers did get back. Miller for three. Good. What a huge turn of events. Miller, not a good percentage three-point shooter, has now made four of seven in this game, and it's a four-point Temple lead with a minute 40 to go. Shockers did not make a bucket in the final three minutes. In fact, the last three possessions were three turnovers. Didn't even get a shot off and turned the ball over three straight times in the final minute. Temple wins it 68-61. The Shocks have lost four in a row. They're off to an 0-2 start in the conference, now 8-7 on the season. And it's Monday night, so it's WSU Basketball Coaches Show night. First up, the WSU Terry Nooner Show, show talking women's basketball at 6 o'clock. And then WSU Paul Mills Show, men's coach at 7 o'clock. Those are tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Indoor soccer yesterday. The Wichita Wings win at home at Hartman Arena in Park City. Beat the Kansas Bandits 11-5. The Wings are in first place atop the Midwest Division. Off to a 4-0 start on the season. Undefeated Wichita Wings get another win. And speaking of the Wings, happy birthday today to the first Wing player ever. Norman Piper, the great Former Wichita Wings superstar from the 1980s, the Englishman, the first player signed by the expansion Wichita Wings in the Major Indoor Soccer League. Norman Piper is now 76 years old. I'm sure a lot of people in Wichita can still remember his massive curly hair bouncing all over the field. Yeah. And What a great soccer player, and player. people loved watching him play. Yep. Happy birthday to Norman Piper, the original player for the Wichita Wings. He is 76 today. That's sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe, healing environment with caring employees who fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. 623 now, keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You cannot outrun a bad diet. <laughs> That's coming up with Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. 
Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 630 here on this Monday morning. 40 degrees and cloudy. The national average price for a gallon of unladed regular gas fell again over the past couple of weeks, down three cents to a new average of $3.18 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Ruby Lundberg tells us which local areas are paying the most and the least. Among the cities we surveyed on January 5, the high is San Francisco, 475, and the low is Houston at 255. Between those, Newark, New Jersey, 309, Chicago, 331, and Las Vegas, 385. Prices have fallen 81 cents over the past 15 weeks. A body was found in the Little Arkansas River in North Wichita Friday afternoon in the 2100 block of North Riverside Boulevard. The body was pulled from the river. However, additional information was not immediately available. The Sedgwick County Health Department may discontinue offering the RSV shots required for a person who will be traveling abroad. Officials say the vaccines cost the county more than $2,000 for a single vial. County Commissioner Jim Howell calls it a waste of county funds. The community does have access to these vaccines if they work with their providers, they can get it. They just have to think ahead and plan ahead. So my, my intent at the time was not to do these at all. I think we should focus on our local communicable diseases, things that uh, we, every citizen in Central County should have. Commissioners will discuss purchasing the vaccines uh, during this week's meeting. After Friday's near disaster on board an Alaska Airlines flight, the airline canceled 170 flights yesterday, affecting about 25,000 passengers. The company warns more cancellations are likely this week after a panel blew out on an outbound flight from Portland Friday. Right after that happened, Alaska Airlines grounded all its Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners so they could be inspected. 18 of the airline's 65 impacted jets were put back in service only to be grounded again after the FAA said additional work might be needed. No one was hurt in Friday's incident, but the gaping hole in the plane left some passengers terrified. Several say they had their cell phones ripped right out of their hands when the plane lost pressure. Jill Nato, Fox News. President Biden will give a speech today at the site of a racially motivated mass shooting. The president will speak at Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston. The church was the site of a racially motivated mass shooting nearly nine years ago that killed nine worshipers and is a venue the Biden-Harris campaign says embodies the stakes of the 2024 election in this pivotal moment. President Biden's trip to South Carolina follows a weekend speech by Vice President Kamala Harris at an AME Church women's retreat in Myrtle Beach. A campaign official says the president and vice president are not taking the black vote for granted. Jared Halpern, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With precipitation spreading into south-central Kansas here this morning, we'll have occasional rain today with temperatures fairly steady in the low 40s with a gusty wind from the southeast. Rain will transition to snow tonight. Our low falls to 24. That will clear out by tomorrow. One to three inches of snow possible. Tomorrow's high just 32. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 40 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning now, 634 at KNSS. This is the 8th day of January 2024. One week in the year is gone already. It's bad. And uh, it was on this date in 1935 
rock and roll legend Elvis Presley was born in Tupelo, Mississippi. This is Elvis' birthday, Ted. Just about as humble of a beginning as you could get for someone who became a worldwide huge, superstar. Huge star. The countdown to Mardi Gras has begun in New Orleans. Saturday marked the arrival of carnival season and a group known as the Funny 40 Fellows. Those are spelled with PHs, not Fs. Kick things off with a festive streetcar ride. A walking club in the Old French Quarter marked the season's start with its annual procession honoring Joan of Arc. New Orleans Carnival celebrations began January 6th, the 12th day after Christmas, and will continue until Mardi Gras, known as Fat Tuesday, which is the final day of feasting, drinking, and revelry before Ash Wednesday and the fasting associated with Lent. So, all New Orleans is starting to celebrate already, Ted. Yeah, two and a half or three months they carry on. Mm-hmm. Well, before you know it, we'll be flipping pancakes down in liberal Kansas, right? That's all coming up in February. Police in Alabama. No, no, no. Lent in begins in February? No, no. no I think. When does Lent begin? Uh, I think this year it's in March. Which end? Yeah, it should be in March, wasn't it? Yeah, I got, my, I got my months mixed up. Okay, let's see here. What have we got for you? How about uh, Leeds, Alabama? Police there say a man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop, stripped down to his birthday suit, and then plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store. Mm. Leeds Police Chief Paul Irwin said the ordeal happened Thursday night in front of a shocked shoppers, uh, front of shocked shoppers in the town just outside Birmingham. Like a scene out of Cannonball Run or a Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah. The news site AI.com reports that the 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. Wow. Man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium, fell to the concrete floor below, and that is where police apprehended him. <laughs> took, took him away. Got it. Gotcha. Gotcha, buddy. <laughs> Some people just want attention, I guess. Sounds like he Ooh. may have been somewhat, uh, how we say it? Overserved. Yeah, I think that may be a good uh, yeah. assumption there. Hey, last Friday, of course, I, I missed being on the air last Friday because I was taking a day off, but the uh, 5th marked the beginning of my employment here at KNSS back in 1998. So what is that? How many years yeah, is that? 26. Yeah. Holy smokes. Nobody stays at a radio station for 26 years. Well, you do. You have, and I have. We're, <laughs> we're the only two. Wow. Anyway, it's been great time. Hey, by the way, you you're right. Lent begins in February. I was thinking of Easter, I guess. Really? Uh, so, Ash Wednesday is Saint Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. Really? Yeah. So uh, I guess Mardi Gras doesn't last for two and a half or three months. It'll last we'll be for here. about five weeks. Be here before you yeah. know it. Yeah. Hey, coming up later on this morning, you know, uh, today, uh, American Airlines is beginning flights from Wichita to Washington D.C. Looks like it's a daily. Uh, I haven't been able to find any information on it other than it starts today. We're going to have a special guest coming up at eight ten this morning. U.S. Senator Jerry Moran will be with us. Apparently, he's going to go on that first flight, and we'll be talking with him about that and whatever we can bring up in just a couple of minutes with him. But uh, look for the senator to be with us this morning in the eight o'clock hour. Yeah, here on KNSS. And the only people who can afford it are politicians that have travel vouchers. That's right. <laughs> there he goes. He's going. <laughs> He's going free. Probably get free free soda and everything, you know. All right, it's uh, 6.38 now. Steve, at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Time for the 
KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Friday, the live cattle and the feeder cattle traded near the highs of the week, then sold off to close negative. Feeder cattle actually had triple-digit losses. <clears throat> Last week, there was only about a 1,000 head of cash cattle sales in Kansas at the price of 172 Now, lean hogs had five to seven session highs, and Friday on the close was positive for the lean hogs for the second straight session. On Friday's close, February live cattle down 55 cents at 170.57. March feeder cattle a buck and a half lower, 224.15. And Feb hogs were up 95 cents at $70 even. Now March corn made a new contract low Friday for the third time in the past four sessions. The corn and the soybeans complex closed negative while the wheat was on the positive side. Now last week, March Casey wheat lost 14 cents. March corn lost 11 cents. March soybeans lost 42 cents for the week. Now, trading overnight has been negative for the grain and the soybean complexes, and crude oil is down hard as Saudi Arabia has cut crude prices. At the moment, March KC wheat down six and three quarters at 621 and one quarter. March corn up a half a penny at 461 and a quarter. March soybeans down four and three quarters at 1251 and a half. February crude oil down two dollars and a penny at 71.80. February gold down 23 dollars and 80 cents at 2026 dollars. March S and P down four and a half points at 4730. March dollar index six cents higher at 102.18. And March Dow Jones futures 176 points lower at 37,543. For commodity trading, Agmar. Marketing or managed trading programs. Contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, I was out last week and took a couple of days off, and I confess to you that I didn't pay much attention, but what kind of snowfall did we get around here? Which I got, what, three, three-some inches? Is that right? Um, yeah, we was right at four inches here, and a lot four, of people uh, I talked to was in that three- and four-inch area. Okay. And, well, we got some, we got some showers going on now. It looks like it's going to last pretty much all day. From the look at the radar. Yeah, we're up to about we're up to about twenty hundreds this morning. All right, and uh, more to come. Looks like so. Be ready. Yes, sir. Yeah, that can't be anything but good for the crops and the and the soil here in Kansas, right? Yeah, but you know, there's always a positive and a negative. The negative side is it's not good for the livestock out there, especially when the cold weather starts to move in. If all this wetness out there, yeah, it gets cold along with the wet. It, it's a it's a problem for the for the cattle, then, huh? All right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thank you, sir. We will check with you again tomorrow morning. That is uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities with his morning update. All right. I got a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to rain all day. Rain will end about noon, and the winter stuff doesn't get here till overnight. Okay. So there will be about a 12-hour period there where it's not doing anything. Yeah, they're looking at rain and snow mix with winter weather advisory tonight. And yeah, uh, I was making fun of the cost of the flight from Wichita to D.C., Went online. It's 181 bucks round trip. Pretty so affordable. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. affordable there on that yeah. direct from American. So I apologize. All right. We'll see. That's my, like my fourth correction in the morning. I'm having a bad Monday morning. <laughs> I'm having a bad Monday morning. I'm obviously not calibrated for this show just, right now. You know, can't get it right. I every I'm, time. I'm 0 for four now. American Airlines though, they're going to they're starting flights this morning. Hmm. Direct. Yeah, right. you don't have to go through. You don't have to. You have to fly from here to Chicago to Atlanta to Atlanta. Princeton to to DC. The it actually goes, goes straight right over, here to there. Goes right over there. How about that? And comes right back. Amazing. Six forty-two. Stephen Ted. And coming up, we got the uh, Don Grant CFP, the Money Tracker. 
The tax torpedo may target you, it says. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 647 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Gasoline prices down three cents a gallon the past two weeks with a national average of $3.18. Change this week for city and county government, including a new Wichita mayor. One. Congress has a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Right now, things looking okay at the moment. Uh, just continue to watch out. We do have some uh, conditions out there, wet conditions, so slippery roadways. Uh, just be a little extra careful out there today. Traffic update from 98.7. And 1330 KNSS brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown, Market and Waterman, and another location, 47th Street South of Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. We have a 90% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 40 degrees. Yesterday's high was 46. Then we have a winter weather advisory tonight. An 80% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low 24. For Tuesday, decreasing clouds and cooler. Tomorrow's high, 31 degrees. Now cloudy sky, 40 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 16 miles per hour. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's a big week in the electronics world. Fox on set. The Consumer Electronics Show takes place this week in Las Vegas. It's when the world's leading tech companies who make the things people use either in everyday life or in specialized fields bring out their latest and greatest for the public to try out and be marveled by, from cars to toys to phones to medical devices to even media production and entertainment. But CES has also become a major event with star-studded appearances. Even Robert Downey Jr., famous for playing the tech magnate superhero Iron Man, is scheduled to take part in a conference on digital marketing. It's also a place for minds to meet on tech policy, where innovators and lawmakers get together. This year's events will heavily involve discussions on artificial intelligence, its quick adoption and development. CES is expecting 130,000 people to attend this year in Las Vegas. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Boeing stocks finished up Friday as Wall Street reacted to a jobs report. A choppy trading session with the major averages ending higher for the day, but snapping a nine-week winning streak as investors digested a robust jobs report for December, which raised concerns that the Fed could keep interest rates high. Employers adding 216,000 jobs during the month. That was higher than economists forecast, while the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. Apple stock fell again, with its stock losing 6% this week on downgrades from Wall Street analysts. The Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, Boeing and Home Depot, the Dow Decliners, United Health Group, Procter and Gamble, and McDonald's. The Dow rising 26 points, the Nasdaq up 14, S&P 500 up 9. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The tax torpedo may target you. 
Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Up Periscope. Up Periscope. Yeah. Torpedo. Incoming. Incoming. You know, there are so many things to look forward in retirement. The obvious is that you're no longer punching in. And your time is your own. Medicare may cut down on your health care costs. And there are all of those wonderful senior discounts that you take advantage of, Steve. The 430 early early bird dinners and everything. Yeah. Right, right. Well, one thing that doesn't change... Taxes. Your income may be lower in retirement, but you still owe taxes. But there's an oft-hidden danger lurking below the surface, the Social Security tax torpedo. Well, what is this torpedo? It can spike in tax retirees. It's a spike in taxes that retirees will confront when they begin receiving their Social Security income benefits. Depending upon your situation, 50 to 85% of your benefit checks may be taxable. Your income level, of course, will determine that. For example, if you're single and all of your income is between 20 to 20 to 30, 25 to $34,000 a year, you'll pay taxes on 50% of your Social Security. Married filing jointly, combined income between 32 and 44,000 will pay 50% as well. Any income greater than those limits will be taxed at 85%. Now, you're not going to lose 85% of your income to taxes. You'll owe your tax liability on 85 cents of every Social Security dollar. Here's an example. If you're a single filer with a total taxable income of, say, $50,000, your tax bracket is 22%. Since tax rates are progressive, that means tiered, any income greater than that $45,000 is taxed at 22%. If your combined income is $35,000 and you get $15,000 in Social Security benefits, you exceeded that $34,000 cap. That means that 85% of your 15000 of your Social Security benefits will be taxed at 22%. I just realized I probably threw too many money numbers in there, although... You can you get the idea. Eighty five percent of fifteen thousand dollars is twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. That's going to be taxed at twenty two percent. That's two thousand eight hundred five dollars that you're going to owe to the IRS. If your combined income is less than thirty four thousand, you'll still be in that twenty two percent brackets, but just fifty percent of your Social Security earnings would be taxed at twenty two percent. Now, a retiree will not avoid the federal tax, but all 13 states will not tax their own, their all but, all but 13 states will not tax Social Security. Living there could save you a bunch, although strategy to turn, you know, you should talk to your CPA and perhaps begin converting your IRA to a Roth before you trigger a benefit. That might be a suggestion that could help you out. And of course, if you have any questions, Give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. And today is National Career Coach Day. Oh, okay. Recognizing the important work of career coaches across the United States. Ah. Today we bring awareness to the impact career coaches have on their clients' career paths and future potential. And the career coaches lobby just got another day in. That's good. Career coaches. Well, do you know any career coaches? 
I, I know, I know people who are uh, life coaches, you know, who yeah. are or business coaches. So yeah, I guess, I guess that would career. be a career coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know one, uh, uh, our former manager here, Tim Link. Yeah, I know has, Tim. Has yeah. done some of that, and I imagine he's very good because Tim's a very bright guy and one of our buddies. I'm sure he does a great job. But yeah. I what do you tell somebody if you're a career coach? Well, I think there's somebody who goes in and takes a look at the whole business picture, and they understand business. They understand perhaps a little bit about taxes and that sort of thing, and they can probably say, hey, this is how you can grow your business and become more efficient, yeah. and maybe you should get somebody to do social media for you. Maybe Networking, you Networking. Uh, yeah, you and this people. is how you should spend your day doing cold calls to get more business in or something i don't i don't think that they require any wind sprints or weightlifting anything like that uh coaches i had always wanted some of that stuff if you have if you're running that gym that's down (laughs) down down the hall here then career coach day ted are you all right Ted, it says he's been he's been correcting me with facts this morning. No, I've been correcting my own incorrect facts. <laughs> yes. I know he said he had four of them already today. What I'm wondering is, is uh, he, he's reluctant to even talk. Oh, he's, having a bad morning. He's all right. He's oh, Jed's got his hand up. Jed, Jed, what do you got going on over there, Jed Chambers? Oh, uh, we have a traffic accident. Yeah. This is on I-235, and it's really going to start backing things up. This is I-235 southbound, but it's just south of Kellogg. I've heard as many as five vehicles involved in this, and I've also heard there may be multiple accidents kind of in a row uh, getting caught by this. And so right now it's really starting to affect, especially southbound I-235, but you're going to want to watch out on east and westbound Kellogg right around there, too. That could start really slowing down. Have you found it on the cameras yet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. It's uh, 6 guys. 6.57, coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. We have the latest on the city and county governments and the changes they're making today. And Congress may have a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. That's on the way. Steve is head of the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Congress may have a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. We have the story. This is a week of change for city and county governments. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Three people were injured Saturday night in a crash on the Kansas Turnpike. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. A winter storm system is on the way into the central plains. How much snow could we see and when does it all get started? Our forecast in just a few minutes. We have a big pra- traffic problem out on the west side of Wichita this morning. And uh, Jad Chambers, it's, uh, is it on 235 where we have a pileup of several vehicles? Yes, this is on uh, I-235 just south of Kellogg. And uh, I-235 really starting to slow down. You can actually start seeing that back up right around the uh, uh, maybe just past Central. And uh, it's only going to get worse as those traffic volumes uh, really start to pick up out there. Again, that's southbound on I-235 over there by West Central or West Kellogg. Yeah. This evening at 6 p.m., the swearing-in ceremony at City Hall for Wichita Mayor-elect Lily Wu and new council members Dalton Glasscock and J.V. Johnston. At tomorrow's council meeting, the board will select a new vice mayor before tackling the day's agenda. 
And at Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board will select a new chair and chair pro tem for 2024. Investigators have located a key missing part after a Boeing jetliner suffered an in-flight blowout. Federal regulators say a door plug that blew out of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft has been found in a teacher's backyard. I'm excited to announce that we found the door plug. Thank you, Bob. Bob, I will not give you Bob's last name, uh, but Bob contacted us at witness at ntsb.gov. National Transportation Safety Board Chairwoman Jennifer Hammondy. Nobody was injured in that blowout. The incident forced an emergency landing and the grounding of Boeing 737 MAX planes. Sue Guzman, Fox News. Lawmakers are getting closer to avoiding a government shutdown. Fox's Aisha Hosni reports. Congressional leaders have now reached a deal on overall spending levels to keep the government funded through the next year. It's a major step that could help avoid a partial government shutdown later this month. The deal brokered by House Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer allows for just over one and a half trillion dollars in spending for the rest of 2024. And Speaker Johnson says the deal represents the most favorable budget agreement Republicans have achieved in over a decade. One person was critically injured in a house fire Sunday morning at the Riverside Mobile Home Park in the 4500 block of South Hydraulic. First responders spotted smoke coming from a single wide mobile home and rescued one person who was trapped inside. There is no word uh, from fire officials on the cause of the fire or a damage estimate. A crash on the Kansas Turnpike Saturday night south of Wichita injured three people. This happened in the northbound lanes of the Turnpike in Sumner County. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, a truck and SUV were stopped in the right lane of traffic because of an accident ahead of them. A semi-trailer traveling north struck the truck, causing it to hit the SUV. The semi-trailer then struck the median barrier wall, and the SUV came to rest against the right side of the semi's axles. The truck ended up in the ditch. The semi-driver, a 58-year-old man from Hutchinson, was uninjured. The driver of the truck, a 46-year-old man from Olathe, and a passenger, a 20-year-old Eudora man, were transported to Wesley Medical Center for possible injuries. The SUV driver, a 26-year-old Wichita man, also suffered a possible injury, but there's no record by the KHP if that person was taken to the hospital. Rodney Price, KNSS News. KNSS News time now, 7.06, six minutes past 7 o'clock. Kansas City Chiefs have finished up the regular season. Now the playoffs await. We have highlights coming up in sports. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas faces an impeachment hearing this week. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 7.09, nine minutes past seven o'clock. Judges in England and Wales have been giving approval to use artificial intelligence to help in writing legal opinions. The judiciary issued its first guidance last month on the use of AI. The step puts the courts at the forefront of legal systems grappling with how to regulate AI. The guidance is full of cautions about the limitations and risks of using the technology, and it says judges should not use AI for research or legal analysis. Gasoline prices fell again during the past couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst Troby Lundberg. Gasoline prices fell again in the past two weeks, three cents this time. 
to an average 318 for a regular grade. And this is 15 weeks long, a total drop of 81 cents since late September. San Francisco now with the highest local average price, $4.75 a gallon. Houston with the lowest, two fifty-five a gallon. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas faces an impeachment hearing this week. On Wednesday, the House Homeland Security Committee kicks off a series of hearings to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, accusing him of being derelict in his duty at the border. Mayorkas told Fox's special report that the record-breaking numbers of people coming to the U.S. are not due to Biden administration policy. We have an increase in authoritarian regimes. We have more extreme weather events that are driving people from their homes. We have poverty. And America is proving to be prosperous with more than 8 million jobs that need to be filled. When asked what he's doing to deport more migrants, he said the president has asked Congress for more money to hire more agents and get more technology at the border. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. It's a big week for electronics. The Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, takes place this week in Las Vegas. It's when the world's leading technology companies who make the things people use, either in everyday life or in specialized fields, bring out their latest and greatest for the public to try out and be marveled by. It's also a place for minds to meet on tech policy, where innovators and lawmakers get to speak. This year's events will heavily involve discussions on artificial intelligence, its quick adoption and development. CES is expecting 130,000 people to attend. Eben Brown, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11. 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now we have a uh, traffic accident involving several vehicles and at least one injury. Uh, it is southbound on I-235. It is south of Kellogg. And basically uh, this is actually affecting southbound I-235. And uh, you'll want to watch out for potential slowdowns also on uh, westbound Kellogg and maybe even eventually eastbound Kellogg there as they uh, are still working on this traffic accident. Probably best to avoid the area entirely. Southbound I-235, it's right there at Kellogg. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ron L. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How we doing on this Monday morning? Doing well. We're inside. It's raining outside, and we are inside, so that's good, right? You you know what? It's always good to be inside during the month of January. I I think that's just a a staple statement right there. Uh, When it comes to the rainfall, though, you know, a lot of people got to be out and about, of course, coming off the weekend. If that's you, got to head back into work, head back into the office, maybe even do some work outside. Just do your best to stay dry out there. And you know what? At the end of the day, it has been dry, still dealing with some drought conditions out there, and we do need this moisture at the end of the day. What we do need to watch out for is another switch from rain to snow. Now, unlike last Friday, of course, that hasn't happened yet. I don't expect that to really begin to happen around the Wichita area until later on tonight. We did have a very small chance in the forecast of maybe seeing a few snowflakes mixing in early in the day with that rainfall that we're seeing right now, but it does look like our temperatures are a bit too warm and things should stay that way throughout much of the day. So we're going with a high of 40 degrees. Well above that freezing mark, but it's going to be cloudy. We're looking at a lot of rainfall that's going to make its way through the area. Some of that rain could be heavy at times, too. It's also going to turn gusty 
with a southeasterly wind switching out of the east at 15 to 25 miles an hour. And then we'll have to watch out for that rain to possibly change to a mix pretty quickly and then eventually to snow. That's going to happen late tonight. And it looks like by early tomorrow morning, we'll likely wake up to maybe a few leftover snow showers. 24 degrees is how we'll start off our Tuesday, though into early tomorrow morning and only getting up to a high of 31 not even making it to the freezing mark so it's going to be a chilly day tomorrow but at least we'll gradually see the clouds break and sunny skies going to make a return they'll be short-lived though turning partly cloudy wednesday not as cold either though with a high of 43 then dropping back down to 36 on thursday another snowy system going to swing through 40 percent chance of snow on friday Bitter cold moves in, too. Brace yourselves for this. 18 degrees for a high on Friday, 20 degrees Saturday, 18 degrees on Sunday. So we have a very, very cold weekend ahead. Right now, 40 degrees with some rain at the moment light, but again, could be heavy at times with a south breeze at 14 miles an hour. We're going to see any accumulation with this uh, that's coming through now and, and tonight? Yeah, as far as the snowfall goes, when that switches over, possibly uh, around a trace to a couple of inches of snow, maybe pushing three on the north side of Wichita. But even though we're not expecting as much snow with this system that we received last week, even a little bit, we know what that can do for our roads. As we, you know, We'll likely see those temperatures below freezing. We're getting rain right now, so we just don't want to see any refreezing. And again, even a little bit of snow, we know what that can do. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS 715 on this Monday morning, January 8th, 2024. On this date in 2011, U.S. Representative Gabriel Giffords of Arizona shot and critically wounded when a gunman opened fire as the congresswoman met with constituents in Tucson. Six people were killed, oh, 12 others injured. Gunman Jared Loeffner was sentenced in November of 2012 to seven consecutive life sentences plus 140 years. That guy will never get out. Former CBS newsman Charlie Osgood having a birthday today. He's 91. Oh, my gosh. We actually had his, uh, his we had him as part of our show for several years. Remember the Charles the Osgood? Of course. Files? And enjoyed all of his good, terrific writer. Great. Just clever uh, writer. Yeah. Just a, a, and a very nice man. I happened to, uh, happened to meet him, uh, just a few years ago. He was in town for some reason and I got a chance to, uh, Shelly and I got a chance to shake hands with him and just, just chat for a few minutes. Very and nice. Was a, just a delightful man. Just a great guy. Charlie Osgood having a birthday. He's 91, 91. today. Today is a sad day for me. I have to, hi, and so many others are saying goodbye to a good friend named Bob Freeman. Bob is a, was born in Hutchinson. He died just the other day in Tulsa. Um, I doesn't give his age here. You can figure it out. He was born in 1934. Bob was a, uh, he got in radio in Hutchinson when he was a kid, and after he got out of the service and wound up at uh, in Wichita here, and he was a salesperson at KLEO Radio back in the 60s. And in 1967, he and some buddies founded KEYN-FM, 103.7. We had, they had an wow. AM, and they, they, they put this, this FM on the air. And I landed in there with those guys in 1970 and spent 10 years with Bob and Gary Dick, Larry Wagner, a bunch of guys who started that radio station and made it into a, just a powerhouse in the 70s. And Bob was the kind of guy, he came in every day, smile on his face, saying, what are we going to do today? Let's have some fun. <laughs> and it was just, he was contagious. He's one of those guys, he had immediate impact on me. There are certain guys mm -hmm. that 
they just they they've got me and they and they had me, and we do crazy things like uh, the uh, five dollar bill uh, promotion, where uh, you tell us you're a listener and we'll send you a five dollar bill. Well, it was a, an invoice that you owe us five dollars. Right. It didn't go over very well. <laughs> he had the uh, we did the uh, the turkey giveaway. Uh, give your boss the bird, and the ham giveaway. Give your boss a pork in the mouth. And for years and years, Bob did the, uh, the hunting and fishing show on KUIN. Sold the radio station in 1981. His partners were Frank Carney and Lowell Dennis. And Lowell had Mr. D's stores here in okay. town. Yeah. And Frank Carney, of course, was a founder of Co-founder Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Yep. So we worked for him for a while. Anyway, they cashed out in 81, and, and he went down to uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas, where he bought a radio station, KKOW, and, and the Campbell Point Marina on Table Rock Lake in Shell Knob. And so he spent some time down there. But uh, his son, Rob, and I were co-workers. I worked with his son, Jeff, and uh, he was just a, a terrific, terrific man and a big influence on me. Uh, I mean, if it, it was as crazier the idea, the more he'd go for it. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Bob, wherever you are in heaven, uh, I know you're, you're having a great time. Uh, Bob Freeman has passed away. Hey, uh, Jan, what do you got? You still on that traffic? Thing yes, and, and it looks like, at least for the time being, they're actually closing down southbound I-235. Okay. Uh, you're not going to be able to get through while they're still working on that. Again, that's southbound I-235. It's right there on Kellogg, and they're they're closing it down. You won't be able to get through. All right. KNSS News Time now, 719, and it's sports time with uh, Ted Woodward. Lots to talk about this morning, Ted. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs finishing up their regular season yesterday. Playoff spot already secured, so a lot of starters did not play. The Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers, one of those players not playing, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, resting up for the playoffs. Blaine Gabbert, the veteran, getting the start for the Chiefs at quarterback yesterday, and and uh, he was actually glad to be out on the field in a, in a regular season game, and I think everybody was enjoying that, especially if you get the win. Here's Mitch Holtis with the call on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Be Ryan, the running back, shades to the right side of Gabbard, who now brings Hardman in motion, goes back now to a tight slot left side. That's the trip side. Mack on the rush, now scrambling. It's Gabbard across the 35-40, 45-50, blind Gabbard! Wins the Missouri track meet 100-meter dash. He gets to the 46-yard line, lumbering down the field as Khalil Mack almost got the sack. Yeah, Blaine Gabbard having fun out there, actually getting out on the field. And uh, the Chiefs won the game 13-12. to Neither offense scored a touchdown. The only touchdown in the game was a scoop and score for 97 yards by the Chiefs' defense by Mike Edwards after a Chargers fumble. Chiefs win it 13-12. to Chiefs have won three of their last four to finish up the regular season. They got the number three spot in the conference heading into the playoffs with a record of 11-6. and six. So next week, the playoffs. The Chiefs get a home playoff game at Arrowhead Stadium, hosting the Miami Dolphins on Saturday night. Chiefs beat the Dolphins two months ago in the regular season, 21-14. That game was played in Frankfurt, Germany. These uh, The Chiefs and the Dolphins have only played one time ever in Kansas City in the playoffs. Christmas Day, 1971, double overtime, longest game in NFL history. Chiefs have never beaten the Dolphins in the playoffs. So that'll be Saturday night, Chiefs-Dolphins playoff game right here. Listen live, Mitch Holtis will have the call on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. College men's basketball yesterday, the Shockers on the road, visiting Temple in Philadelphia. 
conference road opener for the Shockers. Not a big crowd in Philly, only 3,200 fans at the game. Shocks were down by 17 points in the second half, rallied to tie it late. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole with the call on 103.7 KEYN. Quickly into the front court, over to Poto. Going to drive it down the lane, drops it under, and it goes off the hands of Ronnie DeGray and out of bounds. So the Shockers in the final 30 seconds of the game, two turnovers without getting a shot. Oh, just a killer, just a killer. It started with the missed free throw, uh, the front end of the one and one, and then since then, a couple of turnovers. And then the next possession for the Shockers was another turnover. For the last three possessions, they didn't even get a shot off. Three possessions, three turnovers. Temple wins the game 68-61. Shocks have lost four in a row, dropped to 0-2 in the conference, now 8-7 on the season. Happy birthday today to uh, sticking with Shocker basketball. One of the great Shocker stars, Jamar Howard. He is in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. Huge part of the resurgence of Shocker basketball back in the early 2000s. Led the program to three NIT bids as Wichita State hadn't been to the postseason in 14 years. Missouri Valley Conference Defensive Player of the Year, four-time Valley All-Defensive Team performer, led the team in both steals and field goal percentage four times. And it was very difficult to to guard Jamar Howard. He still ranks number two all-time for the Shockers in free throws made, more than 500. He would just head on in, and you had to foul him before he got to the bucket, and he just dashed in at the free throw line. Jamar Howard, fun basketball player to watch. He is 51 years old today. Happy birthday to the great Jamar Howard. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 623 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Studies continue on the best ways to prevent COVID. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Utah's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on a Monday morning. Light rain and fog in the area, 40 degrees right now. A body was found in the Little Arkansas River in North Wichita Friday afternoon. This was in the 2100 block of North Riverside Boulevard. Officials confirmed that a body was pulled from the water, however... Additional information was not immediately available. President Biden heads to two states today. In the first, he may get a chance to reconnect with minority voters. In the second, it's a chance to say goodbye to an old friend. In 2015, a white supremacist wanted to start a race war. He walked into Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and killed nine black churchgoers. President Biden heads to that church today and is expected to condemn hate and extremism. Then he heads to Texas to pay respects to the late Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. Johnson was a trailblazer as the first black American elected to Congress from Dallas. The president issued a statement when she died in December, calling Johnson a friend and saying she was an icon and mentor to generations of public servants. Jill Nato, Fox News. The national average price for a gallon of unleaded regular gasoline fell again over the past couple of weeks down three cents to a new average of $3.18 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Trippie Lundberg details what has fueled an 81-cent drop over the last 15 weeks. Of that 81 cents that gasoline has dropped since late September, 78 cents of that is from crude oil. The remaining three cents 
being gasoline's own dynamics. Lundberg warns that OPEC cuts in production and the continuing Houthi attacks on merchant ships in the Red Sea could push crude prices back up. Fighting is intensifying along the Gaza Strip between Israel and Hamas. Fox's Trey Yinks reports from Tel Aviv. Israel announced it has completed dismantling Hamas's command structure in the northern part of Gaza. It also comes as Israeli forces continue their air and ground campaign against Hamas in central and southern parts of the Strip. Amid fierce fighting on the ground against different militant cells, Israel is facing new questions today about an airstrike near the city of Khan Yunis that killed two journalists. Their car was targeted this morning. Fox News has reached out to the Israeli military for comment about that strike. Shifting now to Israel. Israel's northern front, Hezbollah fired more than 40 rockets into northern Israel and what they are calling the initial response to last week's killing of a Hamas deputy chairman in Beirut. Israel immediately responded with new airstrikes against southern Lebanon. A defendant whose attack on a judge was captured in a wild courtroom video is scheduled to appear before her again. Deborah Diabra Redden is scheduled to appear before Judge Mary K. Holtus again today. Redden grabbed Holtz's hair after hurling himself over the judge's bench, setting off a bloody brawl with court officials January 3rd. He already was facing prison time in a felony battery case. After the attack, he faces new felony charges. Holtz suffered some injuries in the attack but was back to work the next day. A court martial was hospitalized for a gash on his forehead and a dislocated shoulder. 7.33 now, Stephen Ted. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With precipitation spreading into south-central Kansas here this morning, full of occasional rain today with temperatures fairly steady in the low 40s with a gusty wind from the southeast. Rain will transition to snow tonight. Our low falls to 24. That will clear out by tomorrow. One to three inches of snow possible. Tomorrow's high just 32. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. A light rain, fog, 40 degrees. We have a south wind at 14 miles per hour. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Even 10 in the morning here on KNSS. 
734 now, and uh, we already checked traffic, did we? Yeah, just a quick update. That's uh, southbound 235. Uh, near Kellogg. Is it still having some problems, right? Yes. Uh, you'll want to avoid that if you can. That uh, southbound backup goes goes back quite a ways, actually. And so uh, you want to avoid that if you can. They are letting traffic through. They had closed it earlier, but it's just one lane open there and some pretty heavy traffic. You'll want to avoid it. All right. I want to say happy birthday this morning to Tata Roth. Her husband, uh, Webster, is heading back to the Topeka. To Topeka, he's a Representative of the District 79, which is Northern Cali and Sumner Counties. And uh, Webb said, hey, they are listeners every day, and it would be a thrill for Tata if Steve and Ted said, happy birthday, Tata. Well, then, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tata Roth, this morning, Steve and Ted. 735, Steve and Ted, and it is uh, Mondays. That means it's time for Mondays with the Mayor, which is our Mayor Brandon Whipple with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. I guess I'll add a, a happy birthday in on that as well. Okay, <laughs> very good. Uh, well, listen. It's been fun, I guess, but uh, this is this is it for us. Uh, you, you're, gonna, you're gonna you're you're old enough now. You can retire, get that second home down <laughs> and down in Florida, and away you go, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> just on a white horse <laughs> all over <to> Florida. <laughs> well, no, but it's it's been a good run. I mean, we we got so much done the last four years. It's been an absolute honor uh, to serve this community uh, in such capacity over. You know, what has been a really rocky, uh, again, uh, ups and downs over the last four years with different challenges we've had. Um, but, it, you know, it, more than just an honor, it's also been, you know, a, a, a great challenge. Um, so uh, I've, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've enjoyed where we're at right now. We're, we're doing uh, pretty well as a city when you compare us to other uh, cities of, uh, in our category as far as size. Uh, so, yeah, it's bittersweet. Uh, you know, it's sad I'm not going to be able to kind of goof around with you guys on Monday and, uh, but also, you know, I get to I get to go pick up my kids now on time and uh, drop them off in the morning and, and focus on some of the stuff that you know I think that most dads want to focus on. Well, that, uh, that for one thing, that COVID thing came right right as you became mayor. This that thing hit right. Timing was great. Right. Wasn't it? <laughs> wow. I mean that, and, and you know, we also had the the grounding of the max uh, with all those layoffs, and then. Um, yeah, COVID really shook things up. But it, I'm I'm just blessed that we had a council. Uh, at the time, and it's unique because, you know, not everyone handled it this way. When COVID hit, we took appropriate actions, um, but also when some of that federal resources came in, instead of just thinking, of, you know, what, what can we do to further pet projects? You know, we put about $5 million out uh, to help people with job training, uh, you know, into the nonprofit sector is working in that space. Put another $5 million out to help entrepreneurs, small businesses, uh, really got our economy back on track quick. And that doesn't happen just by one elected. That's really because we had a council who saw this terrible moment as an opportunity uh, to, uh, you know, once we get through it, to be stronger than we were before. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a it's been a lot. <laughs> but as I reflect on it, um, you know, it, it, it shows that Wichita's special, uh, definitely different uh, than other communities, especially in the face of adversity. And I think that's when you see the real character. Uh, uh, folks is when you are, are facing adversity. So, um, you know, thank you to the Wichita public for uh, entrusting me four years ago. Uh, and, um, you know, it's been, it's been a, quite a journey. Yeah, this microchip plant, plant's coming on. There are tons of open jobs in the city for just waiting for folks. It looks like the table set, you know, that maybe something really terrific could happen over the past, in the next few years. 
Yeah, that's that's where we're at, to be honest, where, you know, not only uh, our, our economy is leading the state uh, in economic growth and opportunity, uh, we diversified, we were successful in diversifying buying the uh, workforce, but we did so, you know, with the um, uh, educational institutions by our side to say, hey, can you train people for this sector? Uh, what complements what we already do well? And really that's technology and, of course, of course uh, advanced manufacturing. Uh, and, you know, even more than that, we were able to make some historical level investments in our uh, fire and police and public works uh, while having a budget that not only balanced, but every year it put us in a surplus. Uh, so now we have a rainy day fund, a little over $20 million. And to put that in context, when COVID pretty much, you know, smacked us across the face, uh, we had to, in an emergency uh, mindset, strip about $14 million out of our budget just that year which means, God forbid, if something crazy happened like COVID, we could actually write a check for it uh, for that first year and not have to do the type of, um, I guess, you know, budgeting gymnastics we've had to do uh, during that first year. Uh, so, you know, hopefully it never has to happen. But, um, but yeah, we, we got a lot of good stuff uh, done, and I think that the city's in a great position, and it's just, you know, going to be, let's take it to that next level. And I think the next council has that uh, forward-thinking mindset. So. I'm excited to see where they take it. We, uh, I was teasing when we started the show. You might get to retire to some place in Florida, but uh, at your age, you still have some obligations. You got some youngsters there and, and a family, and you need to put bread on the table. Uh, if you got anything going on you want to talk about, or is it? Well, you guys, uh, are you offering me a gig? No. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead, sir. No lucrative world of radio, I guess. The. Uh, um, I, I really don't, to be honest. Uh, I, I think a lot of people have asked that. Most, I, I think, mayors are usually a little older. They're towards the end of their career. Uh, I'm 41, uh, so I guess I can't retire yet. Um, so my, my next step, really, uh, just take some time off, spend it with the family. I kind of, um, uh, I guess, uh, decompose or decompress, I guess, from what these last uh, year, last few years have been. Uh, but my goal is to uh, still be involved in the community, uh, try to utilize you know, my, my experience uh, for uh, community service, help people navigate. I think the governmental structure that we have, a lot of folks don't really know how to reach out to the elected as well. Um, and uh, hopefully get back into teaching. Uh, you know, I taught at the college level for the last decade part-time. And frankly, my goal is to you know, take the stuff that I've learned and, and really pass that knowledge on to that next generation and people who might find it useful. Mm -hmm. uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see where it goes. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm not, you, you won't hear that, you know, I'm, uh, get any, anything lined up, uh, right after tonight. Oh, and tonight is the ceremonial changing of the guard, if you will, right, uh, where right. the new mayor gets sworn in and I'll be there. Uh, we're going to do the, uh, peaceful transfer of power and, you know, and that's going to be, a, I think, uh, good uh, uh coming together moment for the city uh, if your listeners are people who are into that stuff it will be likely streamed on our city's official youtube page at six o'clock gonna fry that gavel from your cold dead hand and <laughs> no i'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it to her <laughs> yours take it thank you so much well listen really with regard to working with regard to working in radio if you know, if you can stand working three days a week, four hours a day for a quarter million dollars a year, then we're, we're going to have you over here. What do you think? Man, that's almost a better gig than being a senator. <laughs>
That's what we get. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Thanks for your service, and uh, and best. we we appreciate your time being yes, with us every really. Monday. Every morning. Monday. Thank you for doing that. Yes, sir. We we, we uh, do. appreciate you guys. Right. Uh, and this is a service you guys do so well. So thank you for uh, letting me on your show, and uh, good to get to know you guys. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. The uh, mayor, Mayor Brandon Ripple. Last time. Yeah. All right. Next week, uh, I think on I think on the fifteenth, we're supposed to have Lily Wu on with us. Okay. For the the new mayor. All right, 742, Steve and Ted, and uh, what we got coming up with Wichita Business Journal update. Boeing 737 MAX under scrutiny again. That's on the way, Steve and Ted, in the morning here on KNSS. Now, see, I think we should change it to Wednesdays with Woo. Well, we could do that. <laughs> just an idea. I'm just throwing ideas. Steve and Ted, KNSS. Number one talk, 987 and 1330 KNSS. Steve and Ted of the morning, KNSS, 748 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Gasoline prices down three cents a gallon the past two weeks nationwide with a national average of $3.18. Two. Change this week for city and county government, including a new Wichita mayor. One. Congress has a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic right now in Wichita, you're going to want to continue to avoid southbound I-235. This backup goes back quite a ways. They do have a lane open, and you can get through. It's best to avoid it. The backup now going almost all the way back to Zoo Boulevard. And uh, reports of another traffic accident southbound on I-235 near Central. Probably best just to avoid southbound I-235 this morning uh, as you're... Uh, approaching Kellogg, especially northbound I-235, slowing down, approaching that road construction in the North Junction as well. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. We have a 90% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 40 degrees. A winter weather advisory tonight with an 80% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low, a chilly 24. And then on Tuesday, decreasing clouds and cooler tomorrow's high. 31 degrees. Now light rain, fog, 40 degrees. We have a south wind at 14 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Stephen, 10 in the morning now, 7.50, and uh, Texas authorities are... Still working on the case of a Texas serial killer. I'm Devin Kelly with your Fox True Crime Minute. Police in Texas are still trying to make heads and tails of the murderous spree of a suspected serial killer. Raul Meza Jr. has already been convicted of strangling and sexually assaulting an 8-year-old in 1982. He violated his parole and returned to prison and was released in 2016. Meza is currently in a Texas jail awaiting trial for strangling a woman in 2019 and capital murder of a former probation officer last year. But after executing a search warrant for his Google account, from November 2016 until May of 2023, authorities believe he is also involved in at least 10 homicides, including the 2018 Austin cold case murder of Don Coleman and two other murders in San Antonio. Before Mesa's latest arrest for multiple homicides, he called police and told them, quote, I think you are looking for me. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Devin Kelly with your Fox True Crime Minute. Boeing stocks finished up Friday as Wall Street reacted to a jobs report. 
A choppy trading session with the major averages ending higher for the day, but snapping a nine-week winning streak as investors digested a robust jobs report for December, which raised concerns that the Fed could keep interest rates high. Employers adding 216,000 jobs during the month. That was higher than economists forecast, while the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. Apple stock fell again, with its stock losing 6% this week on downgrades from Wall Street analysts. The Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, Boeing and Home Depot, the Dow Decliners, United Health Group, Procter & Gamble, and McDonald's. The Dow rising 26 points, the Nasdaq up 14, S&P 500 up 9. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Get a busy morning in traffic. Jad Chambers, uh, we've got another, one, another accident coming out, right? Uh, yes, this is an injury traffic accident at Lincoln and Edgemore. You'll want to uh, avoid that area again. That's uh, Lincoln and Edgemore. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing 737 MAX aircraft under scrutiny again after an incident Friday evening in which an Alaska Airlines flight had to return to the Portland airport after a portion of the fuselage blew out because of a pressure problem. There were no serious injuries reported after a successful emergency landing there in Oregon. There were 171 passengers and six crew members aboard the flight, which had taken off for Ontario, California. And then hours later, the airline said it was grounding its 65 MAX 9 aircraft. It's about 20% of its fleet for inspections. That'll take a few days. The company said Friday's plane had been certified for service. It was a new plane, certified back in November. A highly anticipated downtown renovation project taking shape in 2024 has selected its general contractor, Learning Lab Wichita. That's a collaborative education hub. That's an initiative initiative of uh, Stand Together, the philanthropic community funded by Koch Industries CEO Charles Koch. And they'll partner with Hutton to build out a 16,000-square-foot space within Union Station. Work has already started on the Union Station space, which has been unoccupied for many years and is located at the southwest corner of the historic Wichita building. Less than a year after Bed Bath & Beyond's bankruptcy led to its stores closing in two prominent locations in Wichita, one of those vacant spaces is now going to get a new national retail tenant, Barnes & Noble, confirming it plans to open by late summer in Bed Bath & Beyond's previous 25,000-square-foot store in New Market Square on the west side of town. Janine Flanagan, Barnes & Noble Senior Director of Store Planning and Design, said construction should start in March or April. An architect and a general contractor have not yet been selected for that renovation work. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. And today is National Bubble Bath Day. You know, it's a cold winter's day. Relaxing in a nice, warm, hot bubble bath sounds like the perfect way to commemorate National Bubble Bath Day. Bubbles on top of the water, also known as foam bath or foaming bath, insulate the bath water, keeping it warmer for more extended periods. Did Uh you know that? I guess I never thought about that. Now, my wife loves bubble bath, as do my my daughter and my granddaughters. They all love the bubble bath. I was given a Mr. Bubble T-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. I love it. I like to One get of the great there. mascots ever. Get the big the bubble bath going there. All right. Get your rubber ducky going and some of your toys, and away you go. Exactly. National Bubble Bath Day. 7.55, Steve and Ted on a Monday morning coming up. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Got a lot planned for you. We have the latest on changes in city and county governments. And Congress has a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. Ted Woodward has sports this morning. 
Yeah, Kansas City Chiefs wrapping up the regular season yesterday. The playoffs await, and we'll talk about that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. We call it the blur. Oh, yeah. We'll get you your first uh, entertainment news of the week. The blur. That'll be in 40 minutes at 835. And we have traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Congress has a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. We have the story. This is a week of change for city and county governments. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Three people were injured Saturday night in a crash on the Kansas Turnpike. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Rain and even a few thunderstorms were rumbling across south-central Kansas this morning. It's the first round of a winter storm system that's on the way. Our full forecast is coming up. Congressional leaders say they have a spending deal and a way to avoid a partial government shutdown. Lawmakers say they've agreed to a $1.6 trillion spending deal aimed at avoiding a partial government shutdown later this month. President Biden issued a statement saying the deal reflects funding levels he negotiated with both parties and it rejects deep cuts to programs hardworking families count on. House Speaker Mike Johnson said the deal will mean $16 billion in spending cuts overall. This agreement is separate from the negotiations that are still taking place about additional funding for Israel and Ukraine while also curbing the migration surge at the U.S. southern border. In Washington, Joel Nato, Fox News. You'll see some changes in city and county governments this week. At Wichita City Hall, the swearing-in ceremony for Mayor-elect Lily Wu and new council members Dalton Glasscock and J.B. Johnston will take place at 6 o'clock this evening. Following day at the, at the uh, council meeting, the board will then select a new vice mayor before taking on the day's agenda. Then at Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, after its agenda is completed, the board will select a new chair and chair pro tem for the year. One person was critically injured in a house fire Sunday morning at the Riverside Mobile Home Park in the 4500 block of South Hydraulic. First responders spotted smoke coming from the single-wide mobile home and rescued one person inside who was trapped. There's no word from fire officials on the cause of that fire or a damage estimate. A crash on the Kansas Turnpike Saturday night south of Wichita. Three people injured. This happened in the northbound lanes of the Turnpike in Sumner County. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, a truck and SUV were stopped in the right lane of traffic because of an accident ahead of them. A semi-trailer traveling north struck the truck, causing it to hit the SUV. The semi-trailer then struck the median barrier wall, and the SUV came to rest against the right side of the semi's axles. The truck ended up in the ditch. The semi-driver, a 58-year-old man from Hutchinson, was uninjured. The driver of the truck, a 46-year-old man from Olathe, and a passenger, a 20-year-old Eudora man, were transported to Wesley Medical Center for possible injuries. The SUV driver, a 26-year-old Wichita man, also suffered a possible injury, but there's no record by the KHP if that person was taken to the hospital. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Federal officials are on the ground investigating the grounding of an Alaska Airlines plane after it suffered a blowout which caused a hole on the side while in the air. 
Fox's Christina Coleman reports. The NTSB will look into the aircraft's maintenance records, pressurization system, and any components regarding the deactivated emergency cabin door that blew right off that plane. 171 passengers and six crew members were on the Alaska Airlines flight. No one was seriously injured. The plane departed from Portland International Airport at 5.07 in the evening and made an emergency landing just moments later. It was back on the ground within 20 minutes. No one had been seated right next to the door that blew out on the Boeing 737 MAX 9. The NTSB is urging the public to contact law enforcement if they come across the door or any part that came off of that plane. The incident happened as the aircraft was around 16,000 feet on Friday. The incident caused the FAA to order the grounding of multiple Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners for inspection. The IDF is preparing to ramp up its attacks against Hamas forces inside Gaza. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. It comes after the IDF says it completed the dismantling of the militant group command structure in northern Gaza. Israel is now focusing on dismantling Hamas. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day... 
the big tournament or one of the majors. We have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In central and southern Gaza. The news comes as U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is visiting multiple countries in the Middle East to try and prevent a wider conflict. The Gaza Health Ministry reporting more than 22,000 Palestinians have been killed since the start of the conflict. KNS has news time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Shocker men's basketball in action on the road yesterday in Philadelphia. We'll have highlights coming up in sports. An inmate who escaped from an Oklahoma prison is back in custody. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.09, nine minutes past 8 o'clock. Officials say an inmate who escaped from an Oklahoma prison is back in custody. State prison officials announced Sunday afternoon that he had been apprehended. The Oklahoma Department of Corrections says the 23-year-old had walked away from the Northeast Oklahoma Correctional Center in Vanita Saturday. The prison agency has not provided information on how he had been able to escape or how he was later recaptured. Questions remain about the health condition and recent hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson is with the president in Wilmington, Delaware. The Pentagon says Austin has been there nearly a week, including a stint in the ICU. We heard from Biden's top diplomat earlier from Doha, who joined the growing list of senior Biden officials who say they had no idea Austin was laid up in the hospital. I wasn't aware of his um, uh, medical issue. Officials say the White House, including the president, was not informed of Austin's absence for over three days. Late Friday, the Pentagon released a vague statement saying Austin was admitted to Walter Reed last Monday for complications following elective surgery on December 22nd. The nature of that surgery remains unknown. At one point, Austin became ill and was rushed to the ICU. His authorities were then delegated to his deputy. Secretary Austin admitting now that he should not have kept his hospitalization a secret. The man who led America's COVID response meets with members of Congress today. Dr. Anthony Fauci will sit for a closed-door interview with lawmakers to discuss the U.S. response to the coronavirus pandemic. Republican Congressman Rob Whitman is curious to hear what the House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic learns from the former director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. I think there are a lot of questions about what happened through uh, COVID-19, through the pandemic decisions that were made. Fauci has come under much criticism from Republicans over his response to the spread of COVID-19, while many Democrats have credited Fauci for saving lives during the pandemic. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Several places where we've got uh, traffic issues right now. Uh, still southbound I-235 after a traffic accident that happened uh, just south of Kellogg. That backup goes back quite a ways. You'll want to watch out for that. We've got a notice right now about a uh, traffic accident. Uh, it's really slowing things down westbound on Kellogg, and it's uh, just short of Washington Street uh, right there by I-135. That's really starting to slow things down there as well. And we've got an injury traffic accident. Avoid the area Lincoln and Edgemore. 
Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We've seen a few showers and thunderstorms across south-central Kansas here early on. Moisture is wrapping around a low-pressure system, and by tonight into tomorrow, that rain will transition to snow. Today's high in the low 40s. Rain turns to snow late tonight to low 24, then clearing tomorrow with a high 32. We'll likely have the potential of 1 to 3 inches of snow here in Wichita. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. Now light rain, fog, and 40 degrees. 8-12, Stephen's head in the morning. Here on KNSS and American Airlines kicking off nonstop service between Wichita's Eisenhower National Airport and Washington, D.C. This morning, going on that first flight, U.S. Senator Jerry Moran from Kansas. Good morning, sir. Nice to have you with us. Good morning, sir. It's great to be with you. I was listening to the weather intently that you just described because in order for me to take off on that flight to go back to work today, today is the first day after the Christmas recess that Washington, D.C., that the Senate is in session I got to get to Wichita and get on that flight. Oh, okay. What the, what time does it leave? Do you what eight something? Leaves at two two forty. Oh, two forty. Okay, in the afternoon. Oh, you got some yep. time. All right. Well, let's... I got some time. I'm waiting for the sunshine to come up. I'd rather drive in the in the light than the dark. Oh, absolutely. And you know, we were looking. Ted and I were looking at the uh, at the rate for that flight to D.C. And hey, that's pretty affordable. So that's pretty exciting. That's stuff. really good. That is exciting stuff, and it's good to hear. And it's it's especially pleasing to to know that. People will be able to take uh, advantage of it, uh, at least will not be de- denied the advantage of it because of, of price. So we're excited about this. Uh, it's a sign of Wichita's growth. It's a sign of greater interest in Wichita with uh, certainly the things that are going on in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's a, it's, it, Kansas is getting more attention all the time in national security, defense, space, technologies, uh, cybersecurity. And fortunately or unfortunately, a lot of those issues have something to do with the nation's capital, with Congress, with the, with the administration, the White House, uh, and certainly with others who are in the same business. So this just highlights that Wichita's uh, capabilities are being recognized uh, and that uh, there's more opportunities. And I've, I would highlight that the advantage to me is that – I mean, I hope it's an advantage to Wichita and to Kansas – is that when I invite – uh, cabinet secretaries to come to Kansas, they're always looking for the nonstop flight. Well, let's let's meet in Kansas City. I can fly there in one leg. Yeah. And yeah. now we can point out you can do that to Wichita, too. I'll tell you, look, if we can talk about something else real quick, the polls are showing, uh, poll after poll, that American people are finally realizing we have a problem at our southern border, and it's, it's, it's big and growing. Um, and is Congress moving toward the Senate and the House doing, doing something about that? And then the president, of course, he has to do he has to help out here. Steve, for the first time in a long time, years, uh, it does seem to me that, uh, and certainly in the first time in this administration, there is movement to get something done and something more than these, these things could be valuable of adding more Border Patrol agents and extending the wall, the fencing. But what we need is a change in Biden administration policies that encourage people to come because they can claim amnesty. And then while their claim is being determined, they're paroled. And while they're paroled, they're paroled in the United States and we never see them again. So the insistence that a number of us in the Senate have had is if we're going to vote for an emergency supplemental that's helpful to Israel, to uh, Ukraine and its defense against uh, Russian invasion, our uh, efforts in the South Pacific and China, now uh, Iran and terrorism, 
Those are all important, but so is our southern border, and you cannot leave that behind. And every indication is that there is an agreement or a near agreement that will be announced later this week, perhaps Wednesday, that puts uh, the pressure on the White House was there because they support all those other things that that I described. And it seems like maybe there's a, a, a compromise, an agreement coming together that stops the green light, encouraging people to come and then releasing them once they're here. And I would say that that is a national security issue. It goes, it's important, just like those other ones, uh, in that uh, this is about drugs and fentanyl, so kind of our, our well-being in the country. But we also know that uh, terrorists and uh, espionage occurs with people. The last time I was at the border, months, several months ago, Chinese nationals crossing the border, being apprehended. What are they doing here? Why are they crossing our border? I've talked to law enforcement who tell me that the Chinese crossing the border with Mexico is a common occurrence. It has to do with our national security. How is how, how I know you're optimistic about the new year, right? You, you, uh, I try always to be optimistic about every day and yeah. every new year, but there's a lot of challenges. And I when we talked, I mentioned just in in briefing uh, the issue of the border that national security is front and center. I think our country faces as many national security challenges as any time I've been in Congress, and I know maybe for my lifetime, with uh, all the things that are going on, Russia, China, Iran, Hamas, terrorists, we are in the bullseye uh, of many uh, who are trying to end our way of life and reduce the chances that the United States of America leads the world. Hey, when is that semiconductor chip money going to make it here? We've been waiting a long time. Oh, my. That's, I've asked the same question. In fact, I had a conversation with the Secretary of Commerce, Secretary Raimondo, who we had in, in Wichita. Incidentally, she's an example where I invited her to Kansas to come see, in, in large part, to promote tech hubs and the CHIPS program. That's why I wanted her here. And her, her initial response was, I'll meet you in Kansas City. And I said, no, I want to show you Wichita and south-central Kansas and what's going on there. And it took a lot of uh, kind of arm-twisting. Uh, if we'd had the nonstop flight then, it wouldn't have been an arm twist. And so she is an example. But just had a conversation with her this week. Those uh, chip announcements are slowly beginning to be, an, to be to be made. But I think it's one of the it's a it's a thing that they're announcing a business. You know, not it's not the whole package at one time, a business at a time. And so I think it'll be months before we know uh, of whether or not we've had success in Kansas. All right. Senator, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Make sure you don't miss that flight now, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rely on your weather report and think mm-hmm. I can get there. All right. U.S. Senator Jerry Moran with us this morning. Steve and Ted in the morning, now 819, 19 minutes past 8 o'clock uh, on this Monday morning. Time for sports with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we had Chiefs football, Kansas City Chiefs, yesterday afternoon, live right here on your home of the Chiefs, KNSS. Regular season finale, Chiefs visiting L.A., taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Chiefs already had their playoff spot locked in, so a lot of starters did not play in this game on both sides of the football. Uh, well, the Chargers did not score a touchdown in the entire game. The Chiefs' offense did not score a touchdown. There was only one touchdown in the game, so it came from the Chiefs' defense. Third down and goal to go. Stick wants to throw it. He's going to pump fake it. Scramble, he's hit, and goes down and fumbles it. Picked up by Mike Edwards. Edwards at the 30. Room to run. Amena who knocks it out, and Edwards trying to get a defensive score. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! 
Kansas City, Mike Edwards, the king of the pick six, gets a scoop and score. His fourth defensive touchdown in his fifth year in the National Football League. Amenahu stripped it from Easton Stick. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Chiefs, of course, Patrick Mahomes did not play quarterback yesterday. Backup Blaine Gabbert was the guy. Lake Bell sets up a three-by-one look here on second down and ten. As Gabbert now trying to scramble again. He gets a downfield block, 40. Gabbert stumbles, but he's got a first down at the 33 of the Bolts. Blaine Gabbert just won the 200 meters. He wins the Missouri State track meet on a scramble of 100 meters. And now he picks up a 200-meter run. Ball in Missouri, the pride of St. Louis. A couple scrambles, this one for 14 yards. Char- uh, the Chiefs win it, 13-12. to 12. Okay. Wow. Chiefs have won three of their last four to finish out the regular season. They're in the number three spot in the playoffs in the conference with a record of 11-6. and six. All right, next up for the Chiefs, a home playoff game at Arrowhead Stadium, Saturday night, hosting the Miami Dolphins. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins two months ago, 21-14. to 14. That game was in Frankfurt, Germany. The Chiefs have never beaten the Dolphins in the playoffs, ever. And, of course, the only time Miami has ever visited the Chiefs for the postseason was on Christmas Day, 1971. Municipal Stadium, that old that double overtime game, it's still the longest game in NFL history. So a little bit of interesting history there. It'll be the Chiefs and the Dolphins Saturday night. You can hear the game live right here on your Wichita Radio home of the Chiefs. Mitch Holtis will have the call right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. College men's basketball yesterday afternoon. Wichita State on the road at Temple, the conference road opener for the Shocks. Wichita State was down by 17 points in the second half, rallied to tie it late. Rogers dribbles left, three from the left elbow, way off the mark, an air ball rebounded by Miller. Miller pushes it up the left side of the floor. Shockers did get back. Miller for three, good. What a huge turn of events. Miller, not a good percentage three-point shooter, has now made four of seven in this game, and it's a four-point Temple lead with a minute 40 to go. Yeah, after the rally, Temple finished the game on a 9-2 run. The Shockers did not make a basket in the final three minutes. In fact, the last three Shocker possessions were all turnovers. They didn't even get a shot off in their final three possessions. Temple wins it 68-61. The Shocks have dropped four in a row, 0-2 in the conference, now 8-7 and overall on the season. Indoor soccer, the Wichita Wings win at home yesterday up at Hartman Arena, beat the Kansas Bandits 11-5. Hey, the first place Wichita Wings lead the division in the Midwest Division. They're 4-0 on the season. And a happy birthday today, speaking of the Wings, to the first ever guy that played for the Wichita Wings, Englishman Norman Piper. He is 76 years old today. Huge Wings superstar in the 70s and 80s. He's the first player ever signed by the expansion Wings of the Major Indoor Soccer League and a massively popular star in Wichita with his big bouncy hair all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And you can Im- immediately look at the field and know who Norman Piper was. Fun player to watch and a soccer legend in Wichita. Norman Piper, it's his birthday. He's 76 today. That's Sports with Stephen Ted. 8.23 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean looks at President Biden's work schedule. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on a Monday morning. 
40 degrees. The national average price for a gallon of unleaded regular gasoline fell again over the past couple of weeks, down three cents to a new average of $3.18 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us which local areas are paying the most and the least. Among the cities we surveyed on January 5, the high is San Francisco, 475, and the low is Houston at 255. Between those, Newark, New Jersey, 309, Chicago, 331, and Las Vegas, 385. Prices have fallen 81 cents a gallon over the past 15 weeks. A body was found in the Little Arkansas River in North Wichita Friday afternoon in the 2100 block of North Riverside Boulevard. The body was pulled from the river. Additional information not immediately available. Sedgwick County Health Department may discontinue offering the RSV shots required for a person who will be traveling abroad. Officials say the vaccines cost the county more than $2,000 for a single vial. County Commissioner Jim Howell calls it a waste of county funds. The community does have access to these vaccines if they work with their providers, they can get it. They just have to think ahead and plan ahead. So my, my intent at the time was not to do these at all. I think we should focus on our local communicable diseases, things that uh, we, every citizen in Central County should have. Commissioners will discuss purchasing the vaccine during this week's meeting. After Friday's near disaster on board an Alaska Airlines flight, the airline canceled 170 flights yesterday, affecting about 25,000 would-be passengers. The company warns more cancellations are likely this week after a panel blew out on an outbound flight from Portland Friday. Right after that happened, Alaska Airlines grounded all its Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners so they could be inspected. 18 of the airline's 65 impacted jets were put back in service only to be grounded again after the FAA said additional work might be needed. No one was hurt in Friday's incident, but the gaping hole in the plane left some passengers terrified. Several say they had their cell phones ripped right out of their hands when the plane lost pressure. Jill Nato, Fox News. President Biden will give a speech today at the site of a racially motivated mass shooting. The president will speak at Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston. The church was the site of a racially motivated mass shooting nearly nine years ago that killed nine worshipers and is a venue the Biden-Harris campaign says embodies the stakes of the 2024 election in this pivotal moment. President Biden's trip to South Carolina follows a weekend speech by Vice President Kamala Harris at an AME Church women's retreat in Myrtle Beach. A campaign official says the president and vice president are not taking the black vote for granted. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With precipitation spreading into south-central Kansas here this morning, we'll have occasional rain today with temperatures fairly steady in the low 40s with a gusty wind from the southeast. Rain will transition to snow tonight. Our low falls to 24. It will clear out by tomorrow. One to three inches of snow possible. Tomorrow's high just 32. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now light rain, fog, 40 degrees, a south wind at 14 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS 851 now here on this Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Gasoline prices down three cents a gallon the past two weeks with a national average of $3.18. Two. Change this week for city and county government, including a new Wichita mayor. One. Congress has a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. 
a good thing that the traffic volumes are thinning out just a little bit. It's been kind of a rough one, especially over on I-235. Earlier this morning, we had a accident southbound on I-235. It was right by Kellogg. Now, that looks fairly clear at the moment. However, right now, we've got another traffic accident southbound I-235, and this is just south of Central. And that backup goes uh, almost all the way back to uh, uh, 13th Street. So watch out there again. That's southbound on I-235 with an accident at Central Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Two locations, 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building. And, of course, at downtown at Market and Waterman, Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. 90% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 40 degrees. Winter weather advisory tonight will have an 80% chance for rain and snow. The overnight low 24. For Tuesday, decreasing clouds and cooler. Tomorrow's high just 31 degrees. Now light rain, fog, 40 degrees. We have a south wind at 14 miles per hour. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-price pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas, and in historic Delano. Stephen's head of the morning, and uh, trading is underway on Wall Street this morning. And uh, the Dow trading down by quite a bit. The Nasdaq and S&P up by just a little bit. In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, a highly anticipated downtown renovation project taking shape this year has selected its general contractor, Learning Lab Wichita, the collaborative education hub, an initiative of Stand Together, the philanthropic community founded by Coke Industries CEO Charles Coke, is going to partner with Hutton to build out a 16,000-square-foot space within Union Station downtown. Work has already started on the Union Station space, which has been unoccupied for many years. It's located in the southwest corner of the historic Wichita building. Less than a year after Bed, Bath & Beyond bankruptcies led to its stores closing in two prominent Wichita locations. One of those vacant spaces has a has landed a new national retail tenant. Barnes & Noble confirmed Friday that it plans to open by late summer in Bed Bath & Beyond's previous 25,000-square-foot store in Newark, in Newmarket Square. Janine Flanagan, Barnes & Noble's senior editor, director of store planning and design, said construction should start in March or April. An architect and general contractor have not been selected to for the renovation work. Boeing's 737 MAX aircraft under scrutiny again after an incident Friday evening in which an Alaska Airlines flight had to return to the airport in Portland, Oregon after a portion of the fuselage blew out after a pressure problem. No serious injuries after a successful emergency landing. There were 171 passengers and six crew members on board, which had taken off for Ontario, California. Hours later, the airline says it was grounding its 65 MAX 9 aircraft, about 20% of its fleet, for inspections. That'll take a few days. The company said Friday's aircraft was pretty new. It had been certified for service in November. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is a national clean-off-your-desk day, an opportunity to begin, to begin your new year with a clean and organized workspace. Whether your desk is in a private or shared office, cubicle, home, or makeshift desk on the counter, Having your workspace uncluttered and organized will help you work more efficiently. National Clean Off Your Desk Day. All right, Ted. Uh, birthday. Happy birthday today to uh, Charlie Osgood. Charles Osgood, former CBS newsman. He did uh, the morning show on the weekends, and he did the Charles Osgood. We had the 
Uh, Osgood, uh, just a minute with Osgood, Charlie, every day here on KNSS for a while. The Osgood Files. Presence on radio for decades. Yes, 91. Very clever, witty guy. Got to meet him when he was in Wichita one time, and he was a terrific, he is a terrific guy. Coming up, the Glenn Beck program here. Record number of police shot in 2023. That's on the way. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Stephen 10 in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.